0: Pfizer, yeah. Why can't they just fucking mix the two up? That'd be sick. Yeah, like a little boner, like boner vax. Boner vax. Like why don't they just give you the vaccine in your boner? <laughs> give you a little <laughs> Viagra, then give you a fucking. Then you just f-
1: never. You don't have a boner. Or you don't not have a boner. You ever. don't.
0: You never not have a boner.
1: you ne- never going without a bone.
0: Yeah, always perma boner. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortable.
1: Pfizer unveils the new perma boner. Viagra slash vaccine solution for the worldwide COVID nineteen pandemic. You think and a lot their of an- stock price goes
0: wild? Do you think a lot of anti vaxxer dudes would um <laughs> would get be likely to get the vaccine if they knew that it would give them a permanent boner? <laughs> yeah. No, dude. I've been saying, like, you just
1: if they if they just like
0: lied, oh t- I heard, yeah
1: if they lied to everybody and just said that COVID nineteen was just like super chlamydia or like oh yeah like big herpes.
0: Oh no, I thought the idea that you had said before, I I thought it was you about like, if they just lie to everyone and say that Donald Trump created the vaccine. Oh yeah, that'd be easily the best. And just like, put Donald Trump, Donald Trump presents the COVID nineteen vaccine and let them and you, sell and it. You for... have to pay for it. It's <laughs> yeah. not free. You have to pay for it. You let them sell and it for like do... ten bucks. Yeah. yeah, everyone would buy it.
1: <laughs> everyone would. Yeah, we
0: would be one hundred percent vaccinated. Yeah, everyone be one hundred percent vaccinated. <laughs> two months. And the only arguments that these people would be having would be, "Oh, you're a Pfizer guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Moderna. Yeah, yeah, right, dude. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Trump. I got the Trump vaccine. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, but uh, hey." Welcome to uh, Worcester. Uh, Worcester's Good But Hurts. Yeah. It's the name of the program. My like, name is Bill Shainer. I'm
0: Dan. I call it Worcester's Gonna Burn in
1: Hell. Worcester's Gonna Burn in Hell. Uh, WGBH. It's like the radio station. Whoa,
0: you can't just go right out and say that.
1: It's like the radio station, but better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> so, I uh, got a couple of topics today. This is actually going to be the, it's the second episode, but the first episode that will be available to the public without paying a, a nominal fee
0: per month. Yeah, all the cheapskates. Yeah, this one's for so the cheapskates. <laughs> this one's going to suck on purpose. <laughs> we're
1: really going to dial this one in. But, uh, we're, we're both feeling a little bit rough on this, uh, Sunday afternoon. Yep. After a uh, weekend of benefit shows for, um mark whalen of Fumin mouth who was recently diagnosed with um leukemia leukemia and uh one of them on friday was at ralph's and the other one was in boston at the middle east and uh our our good friends in high command played both the shows and we were able to raise a lot of money for mark and for his recovery and we're hoping he's going to get uh he's going to get better soon uh and get back to rocking so
0: yeah i could look it up real quick um, but well, no, I I can. not I'm not just gonna say a URL into a microphone. yeah. No, no. I'll put um, it.
1: I can put it in the the yeah. show notes. <laughs> I was
0: like HTTP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> pull out your phones, folks. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, got, but, a, he's got a he's got a GoFundMe
0: page. But do check the description and uh, look up um, the GoFundMe if you uh, feel like you want to de- donate to. A good friend of um, the underground music scene here in Massachusetts and across the country.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, great, the, great guy. both both the shows were a lot of fun. Were they super spreader events? Yes. Did we get sick for a good cause? Uh, yes. So. I've, I've
0: been sick since day one, dog. I'm <laughs> sick as fuck. <laughs> I'm sick as fuck. Yeah.
1: Well, whatever. COVID's an endemic now, anyway. So we just got to yeah. learn to live with it. Yeah. This is the first day of the rest of our lives. Uh, so, but let's talk about some Worcester stuff. That's why you guys are here. Talk about some some Worcester baloney. And the first thing that I want to get into is one of my favorite uh, Worcester voices, Ray Mariano, with an article out uh, a couple days ago about how we really need to have cops in schools.
0: <laughs> what a great hot take. Yeah,
1: it's such a hot take. And it's even more of a hot take because months ago the city decided that they were going to get rid of cops in schools and did that, after, did that
0: go into effect did they actually take the cops out yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Um, um there's like a new public safety plan being worked on yeah. uh but like that issue is like pretty much over and this take is like months late of yeah. it having any
0: importance because it was already decided on is, is another part of his um his his proposal that uh they should also put Um, razor wire fences up around schools and barcodes on the children. (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) All right, cool. Let's just treat our children like criminals (laughs) from the beginning. That way they'll be used to it. And then instead of a school-to-prison pipeline, it's just a prison. (laughs) It just just skips the middleman. Yeah, you just just start start them off in prison. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's great. It's a a good look. So this is a... Raymond V. Mariano, uh, the Telegram and Gazette's one of two columnists they have, by the way. Yeah. They used to have a lot more columnists than a couple of good ones, but they laid them all off. And now it's just this guy who used to be the mayor, and he doesn't even live in Worcester or even near it. Did he lives work, on
0: did Cape you, Cod. Did you ever work with this guy, or, like, did you come into contact with this guy?
1: No, he was, like, a political... F- a uh, political figure before my time yeah. and I never saw him when in the couple of short months where I was working out of the Telegram building. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met him. Yeah. But he writes some of the worst op-eds I've ever read in my life like consistently. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even sure if he's getting paid by the Telegram or if he's just like retired and wants something to do and they <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: So what what's his uh What's his the genesis? What's his theory here? Let's
1: let's get into it. So this is Raymond V. Mariano in the Telegram and Gazette. Uh, The Telegram, by the way, ran this. Like this is this is on them too. This isn't just him. It's not just one
0: guy. It's not like it's a public forum. Somebody at the Telegram (laughs) read this
1: (laughs) and then put it in the paper.
0: (laughs) Stop the presses!
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're just gonna read through this. Uh, So he writes. This is his lead. The other day, I asked my young grandson how things were going at school. We went through a list of his friends, his favorite subjects, and his assessment of his teachers. He likes her. Then I asked him if there were ever any fights, pushing and shoving, between students after school or at recess. At first, he looked puzzled that in his sweet little voice he said, Grandpa, I'm only in third grade. I felt a little foolish for asking the question but I was happy with the innocence of his answer
0: (laughs) I felt a little guilty for asking a completely (laughs) leading question yeah I felt a little and also there was a clown at school and he flushed a big poop down the toilet and then also there was a balloon animal it's like you're talking to a fucking third grader they can't even form a coherent sentence yeah and he's like basically interviewing his grandson for the subject (laughs) and you like them that's good
1: (laughs) does anyone ever get pushed or shoved at your school do you wish there was a cop there do you really wish there was a
0: cop there to beat up the kids who push and shove you what about violent sexual assault (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: Hey, you're in third grade. Don't you wish there was a police <laughs> officer there to beat up the kids yeah. who
0: push you? Have you noticed a cabal of Satan-worshipping <laughs> pedophiles? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably on that tip, <laughs> honestly.
1: Think? Yeah. Uh, so then he writes, uh, The next day, concerned about viral threats of school shootings, my son kept his grandson home from school. So much for innocence. All right. First of all, that was all bullshit from the from the onset. That was like the
0: TikTok thing, where like oh yeah, it was, like, was like a the shoot up your school challenge.
1: Yeah, but the shoot up your school challenge never existed. It just, it's like, so
0: crazy how these people like will just latch onto some shit that is very clearly from like 4chan or some shit, where it's like it's obviously a fucking prank. It's yeah. like I don't know. Works every time though. Yeah. Works every
1: time. As soon as like one local police department can just be like, oh my fucking aunt told me that there's a viral shooting I'm going to do a press release then it gets like legitimized to right. the entire media
0: ecosystem right. and then the, the other angle on it too it's like oh more police in the schools is the solution never mention gun control Yeah, right. never no, mention no, yeah, the no. concept that sociopaths should not have immediate access to guns right fucking now yeah, <laughs> like, right. I mean like no let's just you know what would be cool instead of cops in schools what if we just found the closest equivalent to John Rambo Like, like What if we have a special ops mercenary in every school that can just go on a one man war against the school shooters, you know, and he'll have his shirt off and a knife in his teeth and I'll just crawl around the gymnasium. Grenades. Yeah. Grenades. So much collateral damage. It'll be perfect. Let's have (laughs) more people with guns in schools Yeah, is the solution to school, to gun violence in schools, right? Dude. And then
1: it gets into the most boomer thing ever. This fucking paragraph. When I was a kid, no. we worried about Khrushchev and the Russians dropping bombs. But it never occurred to any of us that a threat could come from inside the building.
0: Uh, uh boy. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think the first school shooting was in, like, 1890. I'm not even joking. Yeah, right. Um, the, like, it's, this whole concept of, like, the good old days. Yeah. Is it was like, never good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's no such thing.
1: Uh, unfortunately, the threat of school shootings and violence in Worcester and other Massachusetts community is not abstract.
0: Uh, citation, you know, like. Come yeah. On. What do you mean it's not abstract in Worcester? There was a shooting. Like, are you saying?
1: No, it's, it's yeah. It's what he's kind of implying, but, uh, but the
0: implication is that there was a. Th- Shooting or a threat of a shooting at a Worcester school. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um,
1: So just before the holidays, two ninth grade students at Worcester Technical High School were charged with threatening to commit a crime by posting a threat of a shooting on Instagram. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know about that one. I don't know. I'm not going to touch that. But Uh, a few days later, a parent with a violent criminal history was arrested because he allegedly brought a handgun into Doherty Memorial High School searching for a male student who allegedly punched his daughter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Super dad. Super, just a good dad. Just a good dad, dude. (laughs) Someone's going to try to sue us eventually. (laughs)
1: At about the same time, and unrelated to all of this, school officials were warning parents about the viral nationwide threats of school shootings purported to take place on December 17th. As a result of the threats, classrooms throughout the region had more students absent. Like, we've already talked about that yes. was bullshit from the onset. Right,
0: but, like, and also, I kind of think citation there, too, like, at least link to us. like, what what were the threats, and were they plausible, and, and like, uh, what... Yeah,
1: it was like, just, no one ever right. ever produced a TikTok video, even though right. you can find TikTok videos on TikTok. Right. But no one ever was like, oh, yeah, this is an example of Right, the- just
0: produce the actual video, like, show <laughs> me the thing, or yeah. just fucking, it's literally, like... Well, my grandson told me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the same exact energy as like, well, back in my day, it's like, go fuck yourself, dude.
1: And ready for this throwaway line? And on Friday, a Brockton High School student pulled a knife and stabbed a classmate. It's like, Oh, you just saw that yeah. on the internet and decided to include it in your article about Worcester? And
0: it would be awesome if there was a cop there to shoot a 17 year old child.
1: <laughs> and also, hey, maybe Brockton does have cops in schools. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah, go- it's with Brockton. What are we talking it's about? It's not going to fucking matter. Like, the yeah. cops respond to bad things after they happen. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah. it's not going to prevent anything. But anyway, okay, so the subhead uh, Worcester removes police officers from schools. In 2015, following a string of serious assaults by students, some that sent school staff to the hospital, give me a citation, the uh, city assigned five officers, one to each of the city's high schools to serve in the building during the school day, as school resource officers understanding that working in a school setting is much different than patrolling neighborhood streets assigned officers receive 40 hours of specialized
0: training <laughs> 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 <40 hours>. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh yeah took a seminar <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> These officers went to school For a
0: week And <laughs> <Yeah, a whole laughs> now week. they know How to deal with kids Instead of criminals <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> oh my god That's amazing That people like Go to school For like a, a PhD level Yeah Like, like Postgraduate graduate work <laughs> to understand early childhood education. <laughs> yeah. And, Like uh, it's like. Uh, Whoa, well, we sent the cops too. Oh,
1: imagine it was like the Killology guy. You know who I'm talking about? No. He's like the this like sociopath that like goes around. Oh a, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. To the police department. Yeah, yeah and, and he's like, like, like trains them how to fucking yeah. murder people. Yeah,
1: he's like killing feels great. You yeah, fuck your wife after it. it's cool. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, the cops did a 40 hour <laughs> training seminar. And now they know how to deal with kids. Problem solved. Problem solved, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. yeah, understanding that working in a school setting is much different than patrolling neighborhood streets. Like, okay, like citation. Yeah. It's like, yeah. do, do these officers really think yeah, that?
0: That's <laughs> so fucking conjecture. It's like, it's just conjecture. It's like, yeah, what, they know this. You know that they know this. What yeah, the fuck right. are you even talking about? <laughs> In March, the
1: city council reversed the decision, voting six-five to remove SROs from schools. The actually me now editorializing one of the only good things they did that year. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, there's so much data; it is just proven that police officers in schools. Um, uh, the school-to-prison pipeline, all that is exacerbated by police officers in schools. Kids feel unsafe. They feel yeah. like they're being watched and hunted. Right. And they're less likely to talk to the authorities that actually have their best interest in mind. Right. It's, it's a whole, like one of the only good things that the city council did in 2021 was vote to take school resources officers out of schools. And also this doesn't get reported on a lot, but the reason why they did, and this is so fucked up. The reason why the city manager ever proposed it is because there was a state law change. You know, there's a package of state police reforms that made it so that the school resource officers couldn't snitch on the bad kids to the police department. (laughs) And he like, he said that like in a very like, governmental way, it's like, oh the state law uh bars communication channels between SROs and the police department. So yeah. basically saying that it's not even worth having them anymore because what they're really doing is just like snitching on yeah. like, the kids who might get in trouble so that the like, right. police department can find a way to arrest them.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I mean it's also like yeah, it's just the whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, 17, like, yeah, 15. How, how old are freshmen, anyways? 15?
1: 14, 15. 14, 15? Yeah.
0: And fucking, so, like, from the time you're 14 till you're 18, then you're just, like, they're just basically picking out people that are going to have a criminal record. They're just, yeah. like, choosing children. Right. Like, Let's get them started, right, let's get early. started early. Get them started early. Yeah. Get them in the books so we can keep it going.
1: You know? Exactly, exactly. It's yeah. so fucked up. Uh, so he writes, the new model has officers assigned to the general areas, but now they won't be in the building. Uh, and except for the opening and closing of school day, they won't even be in the parking lot. Like, that's good. That's what we wanted. Yeah. We, like, to get the officers out of schools. Like, like, anything that diminishes point of contact between police and young kids uh, is good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he writes, one of the primary reasons the officers were removed was because of national concern over the school-to-prison pipeline, which he puts in quotations like a little fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like, it, like oh, uh, jury's out on this one, whether it exists. Yeah, yeah but
0: didn't put, <laughs> but didn't put the, like whatever that quote was when he said that like the cops learned yeah, right. how to deal with children. You didn't put that in quotes. No,
1: that was objective. <laughs> that, that's that's
0: <laughs> yeah. objective. That was right.
1: the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in other words, having police in the schools would unfairly lead to more student arrests, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, it fucking would. So he says here, like, for like this, and this next line is like totally just like him, like a contrived measure of a balance, where he goes, "That's a reasonable concern," but <laughs> that's all he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he says. He doesn't give any sort of like <laughs> backing to that notion at all. Uh, I but it. I see your point. But I don't like it. (laughs) But in Worcester, the opposite has been true, with arrests being reduced dramatically from around 20 a year to as low as 4 this school year. Mm, No citation on that one. Uh, Wait a second. (laughs) He said
0: that since which... that's What is the time period in which that change happened? Uh,
1: Reduced dramatically from around 20 a year to as low as 4 this school
0: year. Does that mean when the police were removed from the school that happened? I don't even understand. it, there's no citation he might here. Be, he might be it sounds to me like he's stating the exact opposite fact he's trying to make. It sounds to me like they removed police from the schools and the number of arrests went down. Yeah,
1: I and there there's no there's no backing here and
0: There's not even uh, dates, not even uh, a series of dates. Yeah,
1: and when he says there there were 20 a year 20 a year, he doesn't like say what years when that happened, and that might have been in like 2015 when the school <laughs> years. 1780,
0: <laughs> dude. It yeah. doesn't fucking matter. Like yeah. I mean, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, there were 20 arrests, in, 20 arrests in the school year, and also all these kids got conscripted into Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. Like, what are you talking about?
1: Uh, additionally, serious assaults by students that led to the implementation of the SRO program have been dramatically reduced. Uh, Again, no, no citation. But, uh, while critics point to parents and student concerns, recent experience in Worcester shows only a handful of isolated complaints out of 25,000 students. Um, City officials say there isn't a vast difference between the two models. Um, well, there really isn't a vast difference between the two models, except for the very crucial detail that the cops are no longer going to be in the school building, yeah. which is like the whole point in the first place. Uh, yeah. it's, it's about creating a learning environment for children right. where they feel safe, yeah, uh,
0: safe and they feel like free to express themselves and shit. It's like, yeah.
1: and absolutely no one besides a like old asshole, like Ray Mariano feels safe when there's a cop around right. have you ever felt safe Fuck when there's no. a cop around that, complete, complete a opposite a emotion
0: concept it's like damn dude i hope i don't fucking accidentally touch that guy's gun <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, somebody just lights you up <laughs> yeah he like, grabbed from my office. Like i hope I do stumble and fall onto his taser
1: <laughs> yeah right uh so city officials say there isn't a vast difference between the models that's simply not true first the model would uh, wouldn't. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, that's simply not true. First, the new model won't have officers in the building and able to respond immediately to a problem. That's the whole fucking point of this. Second, officers simply won't have the opportunity to form positive relationships with students. Oh my <laughs> god, that's amazing. That's, a, that's never happened. Well, do ever. you know the thing?
0: Now, now I want to do a citation here, but the like and f- figure it out, but. There was a study done, I don't want to pull this completely out of my ass, but you remember the D.A.R.E. program, Drug Abuse Resistance Education? Yeah, yeah. And they would send these kids, the cops to schools. I'll look this up here in a second, but um, I remember that, like, I believe that it was a study done and they found people who were registered D.A.R.E. graduates, like kids that had passed the D.A.R.E. program, whether it was the after school program or however they did it in each school, um, were like some massive percentage more likely to form drug addiction like, <laughs> like, and drug habits later, because the whole concept was you go to this school, and it's the same thing as like, you know, they would have presentations in school where they bring a guy and show you how to fucking use a yo-yo, or yeah. they bring a magician into the auditorium, and then in that same context, it's like, hey, get out of class, go to the auditorium, and this guy's gonna show you what drugs look like. <laughs> yeah they, Like, brought that big case in, and it's like, and that's a joint, and these are uppers, these are downers, these are bennies. Yeah. And like this is what cocaine looks like. This is what cut cocaine looks like. <laughs> this is black tar. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like, I'm pretty interested in drugs, so I think I might go learn from the cops yeah, about the I might drugs. go learn about what drugs look like. Yeah. And it's it's like so when you're walking down Main South and you walk onto the corner of this street and there's a guy over there, don't buy drugs from him. Yeah. Don't he, buy he, drugs from anyone. But these are where the, where the people are selling them.
1: Yeah. You, know, like, you definitely don't want to go to this place where I'm telling you where you can buy drugs. Um, yeah, the whole thing about officers forming positive relationship with students is just, like, insane to me. Uh, that's never happened. No one's ever been around a cop and been like, I feel warm and safe and good. Um, yeah. So, finding a reasonable solution, subhead. Uh, Responding to the increase in school shootings, some national officials and pundits recommended that we arm all of our teachers. (laughs) (laughs) Others want metal detectors at every school along with armed guards. Uh, Those are the only two uh, prescriptions he lists. He doesn't list anything remotely good. He just lists the two most nightmarishly fascist uh, solutions (laughs) to the problem. And then growing up, the deadliest weapons my teachers had were a piece of chalk or an eraser. That's still the deadliest weapons that teachers have. Yeah. And let's keep it that way, please. Uh, I don't want my fucking teachers to be armed. Uh, Allowing staff to carry a gun that they would almost certainly use to injure themselves or the wrong person yeah. is an idea of incredible stupidity. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah like, what are, Why are we even talking about this no right now? That. No one suggested that. No one's talking about it's this. Like,
0: thanks for the answer to a question no one fucking asked. He
1: proposed his own question, yeah. and now he's answering. <laughs> yeah, like, like, And no one in yeah, Worcester yeah, has like, ever recommended this. It's complete
0: straw man argument. It's just like, yeah. uh, uh, hey, dude, no one said anything about that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, The problem being faced in large urban districts like Worcester, and I love when guys like this say urban because you know what he means. Uh, Large urban districts like Worcester is one that requires balance. Certainly, we should be worried about any overzealousness by police in our schools. (laughs) Yeah, you don't seem very fucking worried about that, bro. Uh, And we should be especially careful to ensure that all children are treated equally these are very serious issues. <laughs> okay. These are very serious issues that I refuse to
0: engage with on an
1: intellectual level.
0: <laughs> I, I am, that's an amazing way to think and just list it all. Just list just the go, issues. He goes, these are great points. Hey, ready? And then he goes, but yeah, <laughs> in, but, our, in but, our desire, what a perfect argument. Yeah. It's a perfect untouchable argument. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the equivalent of what he's doing. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So now that I'm done including the bullshit that the editors make me include, uh, but in our desire to be sensitive to these concerns, we can't ignore the, the need to keep children safe at school. Training and retraining officers, along with an open dialogue with parents, students, and staff, well, I have no idea what that means. What is an open dialogue? What the cops are going to, like, t- talk to everybody? Talk to, yeah, I don't even... Uh, that is, oh, this is what he thinks is a good idea. Perhaps a weekly or monthly scheduled meeting in each school. Yeah, like anyone's busy. Or, or like, has what if we
0: fucking do. vote on a referendum and it, it fucking goes into effect? Like, what if the public votes on a goddamn referendum that removes. Co- like, it, yeah, he's, that's, he's that's what happened. He's suggesting social input. He just doesn't like the results of it. Yeah, it's like, that already it's like, happened. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, we already did that. We decided that. The parents community, accra- parents, students, and teachers yeah. decided unanimously, like, decided in a vote.
1: Like oh, dude, that reminds me back when this was like before the vote happened, yeah. there was, uh, the, the education association was for the teachers union put up an internal poll. Like, do you want police officers in schools? And it was kind of like a stilted question because yeah. the, um, the head of that union is a real, real pro cop kind of guy. Yeah. And it got, it was like overwhelmingly no. Yeah. Like it was like 70 or 80% no. And then they just pulled the poll and never released it.
0: Yeah.
1: It <laughs> was funny. Yeah. Um, Okay, where am I? Um, of course. Perhaps not. a weekly or monthly scheduled meeting in each school uh, makes much more sense than treating our officers as if they should be shunned and removed entirely from the building. Shunned? Oh, we shun. oh, Or oh, worried you. about their feelings. Now. Yeah. This yeah. Is,
0: the concern is police officers' emotional well being. What the fuck are you talking about? The answer isn't to keep police
1: away from students, but to encourage more positive interactions. No one has positive interactions with police officers ever. Yeah. If they do, it's a canned thing for the fucking cameras. Like, they play basketball or whatever. Yeah, like, once in a
0: while, a cop knows how to use a skateboard. Yeah. It's like...
1: And that can't happen when they aren't walking through the corridors between classes or having lunch together. No one is sitting
0: down at the lunch table with the fucking cops,
1: dude. Yeah, what also, what universe like, are you living you, in? Can you just
0: picture the interaction, too, where it's like kids sitting down eating their fucking pizza and milk for yeah. some reason. And this cop comes walking up. like, hello, children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, hello, have children. you seen my gun? <laughs> <laughs> he's,
1: he's just sitting there, like, miserable, texting his mistress. And the, <laughs> the kids are trying to, like, talk to him. And he's just like... Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Hey,
0: what time does what time does Hurricane Betty's close tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, okay, so oh, this is great. This is this is fucking this this next paragraph. We're gonna, <laughs> I've personally I've personally witnessed the positive impact that officers from the gang unit had on the youngsters they became involved with. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you what? did! Oh, you! Oh, know you oh, oh, you! You the gang unit yeah.
0: had positive interactions with youngsters. Yeah, and Worcester's like the most no noto- like. I mean, every gang fuck gang, gang unit is notorious for it, but it's like they're the most corrupt part of a police department. It's yeah. always the gang units,
1: right? Right. I mean, there's, like the, even from the inception, and for that, created. if you want to
0: say citation, it's like. You don't even, I don't even know where to begin. Like, all the body cam footage of them planting drugs in people's cars. Yeah. All the times they've been arrested by internal affairs. Like,
1: mm-hmm. you know, it's
0: like, get the fuck out of here.
1: And I've spoken to dozens of teachers who saw the in-school interactions between the police and students as positive. <laughs> okay. A uh, 60-year-old English teacher, 60-year-old, uh, a 6 year old English teacher shouldn't be expected to deal with a student with a knife or a gun or with a group of students intent on harming a classmate. Uh, And when they are in danger, our children shouldn't have to wait for someone to call the police, have that call dispatched, and then wait for officers to arrive.
0: Yeah, you know what? Also, when you go home and your dad's beating the shit out of your mom, maybe you should just have a cop in every fucking building. Yeah. But the problem is there that the cops are the ones beating the shit out of their (laughs) (laughs) mom. Sorry, hot take, hot take.
1: (laughs) Google 40% of police officers (laughs) to find out more. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Uh, and when there is a danger, our children shouldn't have to wait for someone to call the police. The threat of serious violence in our schools is real. We've spent far too many hours watching news reports of parents crying and children literally running for their lives. need needs a plan that will keep our children safe.
0: And yeah, well, he makes an inadvertent point there, like that is not his point. But I agree with the idea that, like, yeah, we need to stop promoting that on the news. We need to stop fucking. Yeah. Showing endless hours of people like sobbing after their schoolmates died. Yeah. Like, there's no, no purpose there. Perhaps and there's all, a
1: business model afoot that isn't yeah. as benefits from keeping everyone as scared as possible all right. the time. Right. And also
0: um, encourages the act of school shootings when it's like, look how much fucking coverage this gets. Like, yeah. And like, oh my God, look what I did, and it's going to be on the national news. Yep. I could go on American Idol, or <laughs> go to school and shoot the place up. It's like yeah. the fuck out of here, man! Like, stop showing it.
1: It's it's just it's such a, a backwards way of looking at it, and he doesn't even really present any evidence at all that school resource officers ever kept any student safe in Worcester. And you know why? Is because you can't.
0: It's in, it's they a, don't a measurable thing. It doesn't exist. And when you say keep someone safe, it's like. What about the people that, the students that did get arrested and do have permanent criminal records now that's gonna, in a, you know, kind of abstract sense or somewhat tangible sense, like always put them permanently into a position where they're going to experience more violence? You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's just in what, fucking in juvenile detention centers? Yeah. It's like super violent in there. Like, right, right. You know, it's not. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. One kid gets punched in the face, so this other kid has to go get gang raped in jail. It's like <laughs> yeah,
1: horrific. It's yeah, like, right. So it's like he, yeah, he, he, like only once puts the school to prison pipeline notion in the article and puts it in fucking quotations. Yeah. like such an asshole. But anyway, so that's Ray Mariano. If you ever see Ray Mariano in the Telegram, uh, only read it with the intent to make fun of him. Yeah, and don't seriously engage with him because he's just an old freaking hack and this is but the you want, you
0: want to ask him about the good old days
1: yeah ask him about the good old days yeah
0: he'll tell, uh yeah. yeah
1: yeah the good old days for people like him only
0: um yeah back when they didn't allow the blacks in school <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like, like not too far away from that era right honestly. i know
0: that's the point yeah. that's the point it's like always what the boomers are saying it's like yeah oh back when <laughs> yeah
1: yeah fuck him. Fuck, fuck ray mariano dude that guy yep. sucks Um, and, uh, second thing I want to talk about today is, uh, this article in the Worcester business journal, which was pretty good. The Worcester business journal is like kind of stepping in to fill the void that the telegram is leaving by not seriously reporting on any of the issues facing, uh, city residents at all. And instead just letting some 60 year old to rant about how cops are cool. Uh, (laughs) but (laughs) so, but this is a, 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 it, like from from front, from my perspective uh, leading into this, like the problem of affordable housing and the real estate boom in Worcester right now and the ill effects that it's having on lower income residents is like easily and obviously the most pressing concern in the city right now and where we should yep. be dedicating like the most attention because it's really bad and it's putting people out and it's putting people on the street and it's like destroying the fabric of our neighborhoods for the benefit of real estate speculators who are just coming yeah. in and trying to make a quick buck off of like a, like a, a, a property boom that's like half just Massachusetts and not Worcester's fault yeah. and half just marketing and fluff yeah. and it's, yeah. it's gonna collapse. But anyway, so the Worcester Business Journal did a, a, an article this week uh, where they interviewed a guy who buys and flips triple-deckers. Uh, and lets him talk about the problem of affordable housing as he sees it. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> yeah. And like and you know there's there's no real counterpoint in the article to this guy, but like, just reading what he says, it's like and knowing that he's part of the problem and what the, the, yeah. the people that we need to restrict from doing business in the way they do it, yeah. the way he talks about it is insanely fascinating. <laughs>
0: well, it's, it's the concept of asking an executioner what, how they feel about the death penalty. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, exactly. I paid, paid yeah. my rent last month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So where to begin here? Uh, okay. So yeah, we'll start here. Um, this is the guy. His name is like Brian Allen, and he owns a, a company called Worcester Multi that buys uh, up multifamily properties in Worcester and flips them. Yeah. Uh, and that's like our entire housing stock for uh, like lower income people. Besides actual public housing, yeah. is mostly triple deckers. Yeah. And this guy, and pretty
0: iconically Worcester. Like you can yeah. kind of just tell. You can take a picture of a triple-decker and know that we're looking at Worcester. Yeah,
1: right, right. And this guy makes his whole nut off of just buying them, sprucing them up, and then reselling them. So (laughs) he says here, uh, he's quoting the article saying, You used to be able to just get a bad apartment from somebody who didn't need the money, he said, referring to the days when a significant portion of Worcester's apartments were owner-occupied. What you've done in Worcester is you've taken all the bad stuff that was once the bottom and instead of mixing it in and having some bad, all the bad stuff is gone. And then bewilderingly, this sentence here, out of the 43 triple deckers Allen's agency bought this year, Five were owner occupied. So he's quoted saying the problem is you used to be able to get cheap rent because it was all owner occupied and they weren't trying to make, like, uh, build a company off of buying these places and you could just get a cheap apartment because they were renting it out to cover their mortgage. Yeah, before all these. Dickheads came in And
0: what <laughs> the houses Yeah Anyway <laughs> I'm one of those dickheads yeah, It's like Here's my business card yeah. What the fuck Are you talking about man Yeah These dickheads Are really contributing To the affordable yeah, housing Problem like in He care. bought so many properties And the rest of them Are being bought by like Imitators Yeah and
1: right like, But I'm the real one. I was here
0: first, these fucking posers. (laughs) These posers are coming in from Boston. I've been flipping triple colors and making it worse for people here for years. Yeah, you should just see the homeless encampments full of people that I fucking booted. You should see the absolute scum that used to live in these triple-deckers before I bought them. (laughs) Yeah. And now we have a family from Newton in there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Uh, the fucking rent's going out. Yeah, because that's how I make money. Wait, hold on. I think I said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's exactly what he's doing here. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, going on, the trend blossomed out of a rush on Worcester's housing market from outside investors, mostly hailing from the increasingly unaffordable Boston area. The real estate market in the city has mirrored the rest of the nation during the coronavirus pandemic, where demand for housing is outpacing supply.
0: Is this the guy? Is that a quote from the guy? Or is this no, guy this or? is the yeah, yeah, This okay. is the
1: author. But in its own right. Has attracted investors who believe they can turn a profit remaking old housing stock or building new developments. Now, Worcester has about half as many multifamilies in the market as is typical, said Alan. This increase in sales (laughs) provided new buyers the opportunity to renovate the units, which, in combination with heightened real estate prices, has prompted hiked up rents. And then this is Alan speaking. All of this stuff drives your investor into buying the worst house and making it look really pretty, said Alan. (laughs) They're lipstick on a pig. They're better than the other Worcester apartments that they're competing against, but they're never going to be 145 Front Street, which is like (laughs) the new luxury development downtown. And it's like, dude, that's what you do. Why are you saying this? This is what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, then it goes on. To talk about how, like, there's, they're building all of these luxury apartment complexes for, like, new people coming oh, into so the this, city. Oh, so this
0: is his gripe. This, this is where his gripe lies, is that it's these major, like, oh, major, yeah. major investors that, like, are buying these condos, and he's jealous of that money. Yeah. Like, like so, he just wants to be that big. He wants to be that big. Yeah. He's literally, like... Right, right. He's like, I know that I'm fucking around with multiple... I mean, let's do the math here. 46 houses? Is that what you said? 43. 43. Yeah. In the past year, he so owns a lot more like, that. So that's like, let's just go... On like a really rough like Worcester housing market, that's five hundred thousand dollars a piece. Some of those are a million dollars. Yeah, right. And, but let's just say it's five hundred thousand dollars a piece. That's fucking twenty two, twenty one. Million dollars that you're yeah. fucking around with in one year. Right. 21 million dollars that you have available to you to fucking yeah. move around. And
1: he's positioning himself as the little guy. Yeah. But yeah. You got
0: to think of the little guy. Right, exactly. It's and it like, doesn't,
1: it obviously, I mean, he doesn't think at all about the people living in these places. And yeah. like, I love that he's like, oh, they used to be owner occupied, so the yeah. rent was cheap. And I, of the
0: 43 I bought, five <laughs> were owner occupied. Yeah. Um, it's like, how, how am I supposed to afford the jackbooted thugs that I use to beat the shit out of people and get them kicked out of their apartments? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These so eviction
1: couple- proceedings are getting really expensive.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and like, uh, like. So I like that the, the Worcester Business Journal gives him the space to sound like an asshole, which I like. Um, and it does yeah. talk a little bit later in the article about uh, the problem with people getting displaced and having to move and gentrification. And that's great. I yeah. mean, that, we're, that Even yeah. though this article is from the perspective of a... Um, like a guy making the affordable housing crisis worse, at least we're talking about it, right? Which the Telegram just will not do. They're allergic to doing that. Yeah,
0: no, I'm. I'm not critiquing the article. It's more just like, um, kind of mind-boggling what point he's trying to make. Like, the kind of they quote of the Allen word. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's like really crazy. Like, yeah. like, I just wish that they had asked him. Like, so what do you what? What's your point? <laughs> like, yeah, right. right. You're, you're doing so. You're doing a bad thing. And it's having ill effects on the world. Yeah. And yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, and uh, who are you mad at? Yeah, <laughs> like, who, who's this targeted at? What are, yeah. what are you saying? Um, <laughs> so. And then he just has an epiphany. He's like, oh, my God. Ooh, are we <laughs> the baddies? <laughs> are Am I the bad, bad? guy? <laughs> yeah. Am I the bad guy?
1: Right. So um, this kind of dovetails into the third thing I wanted to talk about today. But uh, So <laughs> I wrote about it earlier this week. But um, so on Monday, there was a. There was a, a a public hearing at the State House for uh, a package of bills that would reinstate rent control in Massachusetts It's been yeah. illegal to do rent control for some time since the 80s yeah, when we were all super free market is the best yeah. uh, and bringing rent control back would you know really hurt business models like this guy's right. where he buys and flips apartments
0: yeah, the problem is with this unmi- one of the problems with this unmitigated like fucking like zero rent control and completely unmitigated um, housing development like it's like you're also building these giant empty fucking boxes that no yeah. one can afford sometimes. Like right. Like there's a limit to the number of people that will fucking come and gentrify. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a huge area wise, it's a huge city. Yeah. And in, like
1: in uh, in past reporting I've done on this this issue, um uh, somebody from one of the CDCs, which is like a, an affordable development corporation, showed me the data on vacancies, which is like really like a key statistic. Where at the low and moderate income rent rental units, there's like one percent vacancy, if that. The yeah. demand is crazy. The supply yeah, is yeah, too yeah. low. But in Worcester, on like the luxury end, they're like there's like huge vacancy numbers. Yeah. And that's like, because that's the only stuff that we're building right now. Yeah, of course. We're not like, building stuff for people who live here. Right, we're, we're building people, f-
0: theoretical people that don't actually exist and yeah, have immediate needs.
1: That we think are going <laughs> to make the city nicer. And, and yeah. like, and that whole notion is like incredibly classist and racist. And, and it's just,
0: and, and, like, the whole concept of the sterilized, homogenized, mono society—it's so fucking boring. Yeah. Dude. Like, what are you talking about? It's like,
1: easy bake urban experience. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're moving to one of those places downtown. Yeah, I think
0: I might, might even sort of talked about it a little bit on the last episode. But I guess, obviously, one of the big things is g- about this is going to be gentrification in Worcester. But like, you know, it's literally that people see a you know interesting sort of vibrant community, and they're like, "Let's go there! Let's go there!" And then let's immediately stop doing anything interesting or yeah. vibrant or, like, creative. Let, let, you know what? There's all these great things going on. There's art galleries. There's yeah. people having these underground shows. Yeah. Let's go closer to that because we don't we don't care about it. <laughs>
1: like Yeah, like, guys like Alan are, yeah. like, they see that. They see, like, a an up-and-coming city or whatever, and they're like, oh, it's really great what they got cooking there. Let's go ruin it on purpose yeah. and make a quick buck <laughs> off it. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so, so three city councilors uh, spoke at that in favor of rent control, like trying to get it so that the state lifts the ban and then Worcester can implement an ordinance and like they said really cool things and it was really neat to see them like be like politically active and engaged yeah. on something that would actually help people in Worcester and then at the city council meeting later that day on, on, uh, on Tuesday, uh, Kate Toomey, who is the biggest bootlicker on the city council by a mile? Yeah. Um. Uh, she 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 loves the cops, and yeah. if she's she's the chairwoman of the uh, public safety subcommittee, and just never holds any meetings yeah. unless the
0: cops want a new toy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking tank that they used in Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So after seeing after seeing a, or like a predator drone. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, so after seeing um, all of these city councilors like do good things at the state house. Uh, I had to listen to Kate Toomey talk about how uh, one way we could fix the affordable housing uh, crisis is if we buy a bunch of tiny homes (laughs) from this company, Boxable.
0: Oh, Oh, here you go. Yeah. Okay, now there's the take in it. Because the the deal with the tiny homes thing is, like, um, I kind of get the concept in theory to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. If, if if, If it was going to be affordable or just public housing where it's like, you choose an area underdeveloped. You flatten it out. You put a but, like tiny little village of tiny homes. Yeah, and al- allow that for people that face homelessness and people that like are underhoused. If you want to use that term, sure. Um, yeah,
1: if it was part of a, a, a more of a comprehensive plan of rapidly ra- rehousing. Uh, right, exactly. Uh, people like get on house people, people off the streets where yeah, they're freezing today. Get them connected with services. Right. All of that. Yeah. But that's not. No, her actual she, angle is. Yeah. Hey, I
0: found this company. This company sent me an email. Exactly. <laughs> right. So
1: I'll just read what she put on the agenda. Uh, Request city manager consider looking into boxable casita as an affordable option to quickly build tiny houses. A link to the Boxable Casita is, and then it just lists the, the URL of the company's the company. website. So this wasn't part of like an overall vision or plan for using underused. No, it
0: literally sounds like someone that was like a fucking representative from the company was like, here's a button, here's a sticker and a coffee mug. Yeah. Check it out. Give us a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And so she was like, so her vision of like, so we had these three city councilors, like their vision of being a city councilor is getting involved in state politics, fighting for the things yeah. that'll make shit better for people in Worcester, yeah. and considering themselves as like active political agents representing the will of the people. Yeah. Kate Toomey's vision of a city councilor is just scrolling Facebook, <laughs> seeing something and being like, you know what would be fun? If we just had some tiny houses. You know? They're so cute. Look at them. They come on a truck and then they just fold out and it's <laughs> the whole house. <laughs> oh, that would be so fun. I'm going to just, I'm just going to tell the city manager to open
0: the website link as an official <laughs> yeah. order on the city council agenda. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, Bang the gavel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Click the link, bang the gavel, we did it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's,
1: yeah, yeah, so just like no vision at all yeah, whatsoever.
0: Just, I love that uh, idea that she's just scrolling through Facebook.
1: Yeah, she's just like, like, oh my God, look at this. It's like she has to have her agenda items in by like the Friday before the meeting. And it's like <laughs> Thursday at 3 p.m. And she's just not doing anything at her job. And she's like, Oh, oh, look at this Tiny houses There's like a TikTok video About oh, it or something shit. I know what I'm going to Waste everyone's time with For 10 minutes At the city council meeting
0: <laughs> Yeah Oh, that's great Yeah And yep. also <laughs> For people that are <laughs> People that are going hungry In Worcester I want you to know that McDonald's has a great dollar menu. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried going to the dollar you menu? you go to McDonald's dollar menu? <laughs> they have bathrooms too. Yeah. <laughs> Check there's it out. Heat, there's heat in there. <laughs> Check it out. So if you're cold and hungry, there's a McDonald's on almost every fucking oh corner. Oh God. What an asshole. <laughs> oh my God.
1: But, um... Yeah, so that's just uh, it's 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 really painting uh, two two different pictures of of what it, what city councilors see themselves as. Yeah, people who are trying and people who are mailing it in. Um, <laughs> totally, totally, totally mailing it in. Oh, oh boy, oh, very funny. But uh, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about in in Worcester today. Yeah, um, that was sort of those were sort of the, the big things that happened this week, and uh, um, I think that. That is the way the news goes, but this article you texted me earlier
0: yeah. uh,
1: is actually, uh, I think, how we should leave Worcester once and for all, just yeah. abandon it. I think
0: we should just maybe get a few people,
1: like yeah. our
0: clo- close associates, because in, um, uh, let's see where it is. It's on Peel Island, I believe it's somewhere in the UK. Yeah. Um, there is a small island, it's about like a half mile roughly one kilometer, slightly less than a kilometer off the coast. Uh, it's a small island. There's like a few buildings on it. There's a campsite and there's a pub and the pub has been there for 300 years <laughs> yeah. and the owners or the, um, what do they really call Publicans. That's what they call the owners of a bar. A publican? A publican. That's kind of s- cool. Yeah, it's actually pretty sick. Yeah. Um, the uh, they, they quit their job. This, this is the part of the article that I don't understand is like, because they quit the job it, like, here in America, if you own a bar, you you don't quit the bar. You'd sell the bar yeah. sell the liquor license. Right. It leads me to believe that, like, the whole thing's publicly owned or something or owned by the city and that the people that manage it get a pay from... That's the part I don't really yeah, understand. Yeah, I don't
1: understand the UK. Like, I don't
0: understand how you, it's they're in the search of someone not to buy the property but to manage it. Right. Anyways, it's a fucking remote island. It's not that remote. It's a... But it is an isolated little island with a few buildings on it. And if you get the job, you are declared a monarch. You'll be the king or <laughs> yeah. queen yeah. of the pub. And you get to decide knights. Um, so you get to like, um, uh, what's the knighthood called? I forget the name of the ceremony. Um, I don't know. Christening, whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. Um, the uh, And you get to des- decide who your knights are. <laughs> and in a ceremony where they put this... Three hundred year old helmet on you, and they sit you in a chair, give you a sword, and pour beer all over your fucking head
1: <laughs> it 's so cool
0: it's so cool we should
1: do that in Worcester we should just even if even if we it doesn 't work
0: out Declare we don't... you're a king of Ralphs or something yeah
1: yeah D- well, actually some cities in like the u k and, and like Amsterdam and stuff they have like nightmares who are just like cultural figures that are yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. king of nightlife in Worcester yeah, oh that's awesome that, that
0: would be fun the, um the one thing is that it sounds like a great idea, and we should probably do it and just leave Worcester and just go live there, grow beards, and smoke pipes, become kings, yeah, <laughs> like wear wear sw- a lot of sweaters, yeah, but the problem is that i don 't know if you 've ever seen the wicker man but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. my que- my immediate question as an avid horror fan. Um, How come no one in the town can do it? Why are they going to put an article <laughs> up on the international yeah. news and make me start thinking about it? Yeah, Like, right. I'm about to get into the beginning of a fucking horror movie. Dude, we get there we and it's just... There and there's just pagan symbols all over the floor. Dude, it'd be Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> mid- I mean, and Midsummer is essentially a remake of The Wicker Man. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, so we'd just be, like, we'd, yeah. we'd be, like, anointed in this flower crown and we have to, yeah. like, just pick someone to burn in a right. bear suit.
0: We get out there and it's immediately, <laughs> immediately just... I am investigating the disappearance of Rowan Morrison.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we should do it, though, find out. It pretty, yeah. Pretty I cool mean- way to go
0: yeah I'm, I'm one, uh, something's gonna happen there yeah you're yeah. definitely come out and all the townspeople are gonna be surrounding the shores on all sides with torches wearing pig masks.
1: It really does <laughs> just seem more and more like a trap the more I think about it I mean
0: it really does There's no
1: one in the town that wants to do this.
0: Yeah there's no one in this town that's right adjacent yeah. that wants this and like they they also say that the publicans the people that ran it before <laughs> left. It's like and <laughs> <No under laughs> auspicious circumstances. Yeah. they I mean, haven't have, been seen since they moved somewhere. <laughs> they moved away. They've been gone for a while now. Please come replace them. <laughs> we should pit
1: we should actually do this and make it a documentary and pitch it to like Netflix as like Wicker Man Island. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just create it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: like the Blair Witch project.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be super fun. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, or not fun. It would, be, it would either be super fun or we would just get yeah. murdered on a pillar of stone by yeah. virgins in white dresses, you know? But I do
1: like bringing that sort of vibe to Worcester, too. That'd be fun. We, have,
0: we should, we should have some of sort of... The for the murdering people? The, all of it. All yeah, of it. All Especially
1: right. the thing about wearing a crown and getting beer poured on your head. I think that'd be really yeah, fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I think that's a good place to leave it. Uh, we're, uh, I think we'd call it there in, uh it's been a lot of fun talking about the the goofballs in Worcester that get paid to write at the Telegram, and uh, fuck Ray Mariano forever. And, uh and
0: um, uh, yeah, one one more time, just going to mention it, but. Um Look in the description here for the link to the GoFundMe for Mark Whelan. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: If you have any money to throw at him, that would be great. He's uh, a couple
0: bucks. Anything helps. Um, yeah. He's a great guy. And if you don't know him, you would love him. Yeah,
1: he's awesome. We love you, Mark. And uh, hoping for a very, very swift recovery and to see you rocking later this year or next year. Let's do it. Let's do it. Worcester is a place that is in the middle of Massachusetts. Worcester is a city that people like to be at. Worcester is a city where people like to have a home. Worcester's good but hurts. Worcester's good but hurts. Worcester's good but hurts. Worcester's good but hurts. hurts. Rock over Worcester.
0: Rock on Park Ave. Rock over Cambridge Street. Rock over Main South. Rock over um, Kelly Square. Rock over, rock over Holy Cross. R- rock over Burn Cone. <laughs> rock over uh, Holden.
1: Throw <laughs> count.